Kombo tindege. Ta tanda junda bonda chinje. Ta junde yon chik chije chije jutsengi ba kaya marete. Tini ji deshi nimbo te. Tini tarju jaungare. Ndebi nekana ngandu churjuge. Sanje ki chatela trandese jando de. Ta jui nane yon trarjuge. Chatende tendo de. Ta trarvi jula tene. Ene yon sanji ji himbo. Ta ndevo sanji ji himbo. Ta cheparashe senayanda. Ngandu shibige. Chane ten jajo indi. Tene nde la. Please listen with the motivation of Bodhicitta, thinking of all sentient beings who are in number as well as the space. And so, um, so, um, so the uh, what we're studying here is uh, so the. Uh, the definitive meaning of the uh, final turning of the will of the Dharma, that is the uh, the Sugatagaba, and as it is explained by the uh, the regent of the Buddha uh, Maitreya in the Uttaratantra Shastra, he said that about um, this that the kaya of the perfect Buddha is radiant, suchness is indivisible, and that sentient beings have the gotra, so therefore all sentient beings always have the uh, the heart essence of Buddhahood. They um, all have the Buddha nature. So with this uh, verse, then um, Maitreya show, uh, gave the uh, three reasons why sentient beings have uh, the Buddha nature, and so this is what he showed in the in the Uttara Tantra Shastra. And so in this text here, then we are looking at the uh, those uh, three different reasons, and the first two that we've covered, and and now we come to the. Um, to look, uh, we come to the third one, which is that all sentient beings possess the uh, the gotra, have the gotra. And so that's the uh, um, the way. Um, so this is the point that we reach uh, in the explanation. And so it is um, important so to understand that the um, this nature of uh, the gotra, when we talk about it, then we, we can give it the name, for example, we talk about the element, or we talk about the uh, the gotra, rik, um, sometimes translated as nature or potential and so on. Well, this is uh, talked about at the, um, at the time of the, uh, um, of the, of the ground, of the time of uh, sentient beings. And, but then, and then at Buddhahood, then we talk about uh, Buddha, we talk about uh, Tathagata, we talk about Sugata. But basically, this refers to the same thing. It is just on different occasions that we use uh, different terms, like common element for sentient beings, and uh, <coughs> Buddha or um, Tathagata at the time of, of Buddhahood. But this refers uh, to the same thing. It is just when it is under the... Uh, um, when it is covered by the adventitious uh, obscurations that we talk about the uh, the Tathagata, uh, that we talk about the uh, uh, the the jik or gotra or the element, and then uh, when it's free from those obscurations, then we talk about it. We use the term Buddha or uh, Tathagata to refer to it. But what we are referring to is uh, the same thing. So we need to understand that it is not that 
um, you know, it is different at Buddhahood and um, in sentient beings. It is very much the same thing, but just we use uh, different uh, terms to um, to refer to the same thing, because those adventitious um, uh, obscuration, as as we said, um, just um, as their name indicates, they're just adventitious. They're just temporary. They're not really in uh, the nature itself, and so therefore. Uh, they can be removed and they don't alter it. So it is very much uh, the same. And <clears throat> so this this gotra, this nature, this uh, what we call also Buddha at the time of, of fruition, is so the has those two aspects of the uh, um, of the basic space um, of empty essence and the aspect of uh, of its uh, nature being full of the. Uh, the qualities of the uh, the kayas and wisdom, and so the nature is this indivisible union of those two aspects: the jik, the gotra, the nature, uh, the element, or the Buddha, tathagata, is this indivisible union of those two aspects of basic space and uh, qualities. And so, in the Gyulama, it gives uh, several examples. Uh, sometimes five examples are given in order to um, illustrate that. To uh, illustrate this uh, this trick and um, how it is and so this is um, what um, so has been taught in the over the past few days and with the um, so the the third reasoning then uh, so showing that they have uh, the nature this is um, very much what is taught that the uh, the nature is the same instantine beings in ad buddhahood and that those uh, um, obscuration only at the time of the ground it is obscured by um, this uh, adventitious uh, stains or adventitious obscuration and that when those uh, adventitious obscuration are removed then reach uh, Buddhahood and so this is established uh, shows by means of uh, by applying the principle of uh, efficiency or function that um, sentient beings um, can uh, can reach Buddhahood, the principle of efficiency showing that a particular result, so here Buddhahood is produced by a particular cause, so the uh, uh, the nature, the gotra. And so, but also, having said this, now we need to understand here that this is, we're talking about, when we talk about cause and effect here, we're not talking in the uh, usual way, cause and effect, you know, a cause that would be a producer of a result that is produced by that cause, you know, a cause producing an effect. This is not <coughs> the way this is understood here, the way that we talk about uh, cause and effect, even though we may apply this reasoning of uh, uh, efficiency. What is meant is that the result, it is a result of uh, elimination, as was explained before. That is when um, we remove, when the... Um, the adventitious obscurations are removed, then the result of uh, Buddhahood becomes uh, fully manifest. You know, we attain Buddhahood, that means that the uh, result of Buddhahood becomes fully manifest as a result of the elimination. So it's not something that is produced, but it is because something <coughs> is removed, then Buddhahood becomes fully manifest. So it is what we call the result of elimination or Jalde in Tibetan. And so this is the way that um, we understand, um, we need to understand here the, uh, um, how causality is, uh, is used in this particular context. And so this is what we, uh, we saw yesterday. Mm -hmm.
Debu Jimbar Popatsa Minte Song Yare Tatanda Sundon Semayera Sundon Semi Kauso Tene Taju Sabena Tene and in Debu Nugu Tende Tajiruan Sampatugare Jiruan Sampagare Mato ダンタチドニュグチンエパチンジジュタソクエネドプトゲレウエスネティドプトゲアマレタジュラジュテタソクウンディタンレブニュグテタチェロワンチャンジドプトゲアマレマトンタチドチンエパチンドプトゲアマ
Tatu san jene ngwande chuhun jokin dhebu tenyi ngola zangin taan yoke amare. Zongin ki chepari jajin dhabu yorwesan yamare sun yare. Tindi zangin me batansa yare. Tine lopur vi trima nam yun chitar rinya tine ndarun yimbe sun yare. Ta lopur ji diba siya tindi tine Ta yun rintun ki chepa yedyo gya re. Pe na, ta tanda ndoy nekom na da ndindavi tiyan sarbo chene chejyo ya mare te. Ta tatu sanga ki jude zopwa chembyo jikaw so ni. Tini, tanda, ta yisemchen ki cha seya tinde yang. Tini, yisemchen ki cha te la, ta trupa yedyo gya re. Ina yun turba la ta yun rintun ki chepa tine yandro gya re. Ka che tu yun rinba anda na, ka che tu yun tunga anda wo, ta tine ki chepa on yedde gya re. Te se onde, ta lopur ki dreba te la, tu tu yun rintun ki yon chepa re yana yon, ta lopur ki dreba te nrar mirunga chani yon ma re son gya re. Ko tu yun rinna yon, ko nrandro gya re, namshi nrandro gya re. Kho tui thuna yon kho ndandro gyaare. Tui rinbo chenji hindi chik sem ki shi la pa hiu chane lopur ji dripa te ndar melo anda vanda tindi yare vasena tindi meesu on gyaare. Tindi lopur vi trema na yun chital riyan kho ndarung yimbe eso onre. Ta te shiyondi chunyi te yinyi ji ri koronge ngola njurwa me baase. Tini yi ri tindi don tartu ndribi ngoni la Zangetane menkere doa. Te lopur ji dripa tene ko ngafshi kande, ngafshi tiyo rintun kande ya chondra, ten ko ndar rungwa chenji hindi. Tene, tanda jisem chenji nekaw na yopi ri tela tene, ta ndrebu sanji ji komonte kati yon chisa ki mare son jare. Sanja wala nanyo chisa wa misikbi neji soza chisa ki mare son jare. Pena tangi, sabiyon de nyugu tabule cha gyana, shitong sabiyon de ki nyugu chirunga tam re mato yon nyugu machiwe ngandu, sabiyon de ni, pena chik mbugi sandro junda wo tinishin, ko chiu sandro yunghe tini yonggi arwa. Ta rikse ya tili tindi reya yon marasari, rikse jite, chini jingwene jaon di njurwa mepa yindu gare, ngola zange mepa yindu gare. Ta lopur ji dripa tan che me che ki che par chenji yorte, ta lopur ji dripa yon ko ngafshi. Kandri mugyo kandri chenji yinna yon, ko ndadu rungwa chenji yinba la, che par tani yogyo amare. Te che ondi, ri yopa la tene, sanji ji kombo, tau ngepa chenji reyeso on yare, tau ngepa chenji dripto ki yeso on betandare. Na yon chui mezavi ne che soso onre. Tetar juri yapa te ndedi ji chokko ton ngho yerme taansa gare. Tandit tensi sombo ki tanda maa shere. Tanda tegin nyer meshir taansa yagi terenda. Tetchedi juri yapa te taansa yagi. Yisemjin ji nekaw na rik tinde taan. Tenin ndrebo sanji ji nekaw na ta chyoji kusen anda sanji ji kawsu chokko ki min taandara. Semjinji nekwana rich min tandu gare. Ta tinyi ngola chepar chikan yomare son gare. Cheme tan son gare. Ndedi ji chokko yana. 
ジュリバヤンダギラムネソジュリバヤンダギラムネテニセムチンタンチジジュラタタネサンジジンヒンボセオンデチクサンジコインバマインバチクサンジギチニバンダボジルコアレンジョヤマレサンジジンヒンボセ
has the capacity or is able to produce a sprout. It is possible that this seed will produce a sprout, but there is no uh, certainty. We can't say, you know, for sure, 100% sure that this seed will produce a sprout on the basis of, of, the, of the seed. When we investigate into causality, when we look and we have what we have is the seed, and if we just look at the seed, which is the cause, we can't determine uh, uh, completely for sure that this cause will produce uh, the effect. What, or the only thing we can say is that it has the capacity, it is able to produce that particular effect. So that is that the seed is able to produce, can produce uh, a sprout. And so that is the, um, all we can say. But here, when we talk about the gotra as uh, the cause that was um, established as the, as the cause in order to prove, to establish the result, then if we take the, so the cause, the gotra, as uh, the, uh, the reason to, um, to show the, um, um, to deduce the, uh, the result, then um, here in this case we, we're sure because we have uh, the cause that is the gotra, it is sure that it is going to give the result of Buddhahood. There is this certainty here. So it is different from what is uh, normally established by means of a, a limited valid cognition. That is, if we take the, um, as, a, as a reason, as a proof, the, uh, the presence of the seed, there is not 100% uh, you know, uh, certainty that the result will come about. Whereas here, in the case of the Gotra, there is, it, is, uh, it is sure that um, because there is the presence of the cause of the Gotra, the result will come about. The result of Buddhahood uh, will come about. It is not just establishing that it is able to produce Buddhahood, that it is possible that we gain Buddhahood, but it is showing, proving that actually we will definitely reach uh, Buddhahood. So, um, <coughs> because actually the uh, the Gotra is just is merely called, you know, a cause. It's just a kind of uh, a name that is given. Uh, in order to help us um, understand um, wh what is happening. But again, <coughs> it is the cause in the sense of cause of elimination. And Buddhahood is a result of uh, elimination, also dalje, not a result of production, but a result of elimination. And in the same way, this rik is called cause, but in the sense of cause of elimination. And so, so therefore, when... Um, it is um, when it is established that we have this Buddha nature, this gotra, uh, then it is uh, sure that we are going to reach uh, Buddhahood. If we have the gotra, then we can, we will re reach Buddhahood. It is only a matter of time, and that there's a, uh, it is not sure when it's going to happen, but it is sure that this is going to happen. So the, uh, so when we take so the uh, the jik, the, the gotra as uh, the reason, then we are establishing with certainty that the result Buddhahood will come about. And so, this is not something that we can establish by means of the uh, this uh, limited valid cognition. From the perspective of our limited valid cognition, limited ordinary valid cognition, then when there is, as we said, when there is uh, a cause, when we see the presence of the cause, the only thing that we can deduce, that we can infer, is that it has. It is possible 
that it may give rise to the, the to the result. When we see a seed, it is possible that they, uh, that there'll be um, a sprout that it will give uh, rise to a sprout, but it is not uh, completely um, completely uh, sure. Where, whereas the um, the moment that uh, here in the uh, in the reasoning that we are presenting that is um, using the Zik, the Gotra, as the reason, then it is different, because like, it can show, the presence of the Gotra shows that there is uh, definite certainty that we will reach uh, the result of Buddhahood. Um, because, and it is ex- clearly explained here in, the, uh, in this text, says that the, the Dharmata, or Gotra, or suchness, isn't changing, and at the time of, re- of the result, it has neither good nor bad aspects. So, for a- however long the adventitious stains remain, it is always possible to be free from them. So, first the Dhammata or Gotra uh, is, uh, of suchness is unchanging. And so, and that, uh, it has neither good nor bad aspects. That is, that the, um, the nature of the Gotra here is uh, the uh, is the dhammata. Now, when we say dhammata, we don't mean just an empty, empty. It is actually the uh, um, the nature of all phenomena, which is the union of appearance and emptiness. This is the ultimate uh, uh, mode of abiding, ultimate nature of all phenomena, which is a great union of appearance and emptiness. This is what uh, dhammata refers to here. So we can call it dhammata, we can call it suchness, uh, and this is what the gotra refers to. Dham, uh, the gotra is the dhammata, is the suchness. So this uh, gotra, or dhammata, or suchness, is uh, indivisible. And it says here, it is unchanging. Doesn't doesn't change, it's not like a difference between before and after. It is indivisible, unchanging. And so at the time of the, of the ground, and... At the time of the result, there is not the slightest difference in terms of the uh, uh, of the gotra itself. It hasn't changed at all. It is not in a different state at the time in uh, the ground at the time of sentient beings when sentient beings, and in a, in a different state in um, in the, at the time of uh, the fruition at Buddhahood. It is at the level of the uh, of the gotra itself. Its very essence. There's not the slightest difference. So this. Um, this suchness or, or this gotra in uh, the ground is uh, so again has not the slighter is not different in the slightest from the uh, uh, the gotra or the uh, of uh, in the Buddha that is in not the slightest uh, not different in the slightest from uh, the Buddha. It's not like one would be better and the other one worse. There's no difference of good and bad, as it says here. There's neither good nor bad aspects at the level of the uh, of the gotra itself. And so, the uh, um, and for it says the text continues says for however long the advantageous stains remain, it is always possible to be free from them. So, therefore, this gotra never loses its capacity for Buddhahood. So. The adventitious obscuration, so, are um, they may uh, stay? There's a difference in terms of how long they, they stay for, and in the 
the sutras do not talk so much about uh, about that about the uh, the length of time for which they remain or difference you know in terms of uh, time that it would be it would remain long, longer in some cases and for a shorter period in others but in the um, ultimate uh, tantra teachings of uh, the vajrayana that is a secret mantra vajrayana that is in the Dzogchen teachings, it says uh, it, it says clearly that there's a, a different, and the, says how in some cases the 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 adventitious obscuration w- would remain for a longer time, and in some other cases for a shorter time. But this is the only uh, difference that there is that you know, and even though so, in some cases there could be uh, adventitious things for a longer period of time, or in some cases for a shorter period of time. Uh, in terms of the uh, uh, of the ground, it never touches it. It never mm-hmm. alters it, and so the um, there there will still uh, always be a time uh, at which uh, will be um, liberated, at which all these um, adventitious <coughs> explorations would be eliminated. It's just a matter of time, and so. Um, it is not the case that someone could, you know, keep forever the adventitious obscurations. So, um, so this gotra never loses its capacity for, for Buddhahood. So this um, uh, this ground, or uh, this uh, this gotra in the ground, or at the level of the um, of the fruition with this uh, ultimate result of Buddhahood, uh, don't. There is not the slightest difference between the two. <coughs> um, one would be good, the other would be uh, would be bad. One would be better, the other not quite as good. There's not the slightest difference between the gotra in the ground and uh, the Buddha at the fruition. So it is just that one is uh, covered, obscured by the uh, uh, adventitious obscurations, and the other in, is not. But this is the only difference, and that this uh, gotra in sentient beings has uh, uh, all the um, the qualities of uh, the Buddha. It is only obscured. And so this uh, this gotra within sentient beings never loses its capacity for Buddhahood. It's never al- altered by, those, uh, by the obscurations and always uh, <coughs> remain the same, fully able to manifest as a Buddha. And so... Uh, so it is not really like... Um, like the... Um, the example of the of the seed and the sprout uh, that we saw, where the seed um, has the capacity may give rise to a, a sprout, but it is not sure. When we see a seed, and the presence of the seed, uh, from the presence of a seed, we can deduce that there is the possibility that a sprout may arise, but there's no certainty because um, insect can come and eat the seed before the sprout has arisen or different condition or uh, too much water or whatever. That there are things that can come in the way and that prevent the, uh, that alter the seed and prevent the seed from ripening into a, into a sprout. But it is not the case with the, um, with the nature, with the gotra, because the gotra is the dhammata and the dhammata is unchanging and it doesn't have like good aspects and bad aspects, and at sometimes it is better and sometimes it worse. It is unchanging, and so whatever we do, whatever is done, will not make the slightest difference at the level of the gotra. It won't change the gotra in the slightest, and so because so therefore uh, we can deduce from the presence of the gotra in sentient beings 
there uh, with certainty that they will reach Buddhahood at some point. Um, and so now that then the um, the text present the, uh, the, uh, the the three reasonings that have been uh, been used, and the first is that the the gotra which is present as a cause in this way is not different from the dharmakaya at the time of uh, the result. And so, <clears throat> first, so that, that we uh, take the uh, the gotra as the uh, as a cause, establish, consider the gotra in sentient beings as uh, a cause, and from that then we uh, can see that um, it is not different from uh, the dharmakaya. Dharmakaya is the uh, uh, correspond to the Buddha at the Buddha, at the time of Buddhahood we talk about Dharmakaya at the time of sentient beings we talk about Gotra but basically there's no difference between the two and so the uh, the uh, the Dharmakaya of the fruition and the uh, Gotra in sentient beings are uh, indivisible they are one indiv- in one indivisible uh, unity and <clears throat> so therefore based on the fact that there is the gotra in sentient beings, that sentient beings have uh, this uh, gotra, then that they, uh, they have the capacity to reach enlightenment, then we can uh, infer that also there is the result, there is the fruition, that there is, um, and this is the reason why, um, so there is um, the result of fruition, is because they have uh, uh, the gotra, capacity to reach enlightenment and so the second uh, reasoning is that um, uh, correspond to the um, to the first line in the quotation that the the kaya of the Buddha is radiant and the third to uh, to the second line that suchness is indivisible um, and so when it says so the second is if the Dharmaka is present at the time of the result it must also be present when we are sentient beings, without development or diminution in any way. <coughs> and the third uh, reason, so that uh, referring to suchness being indivisible, is that even though we may attach the labels of cause and result or before and after to it, the gotra itself is simply the one taste of the single es- um, essence of unchanging dhammadhatu. So, <coughs> the... Uh, um when we talk about here so like in the uh, uh when we use the um uh we talk about causality here you know a cause and the result the cause the gotra the result buddhahood when we talk about this it is important to understand that we don't talk about uh um ordinary um cause and effect like what we uh <coughs> usually authentic if you want cause and effect but what we're talking about <coughs> is Cause of um, elimination and result of elimination, Jalgu and Jalje, and that uh, you know cause <coughs> that is producer and result that is produced. So this is um, the way that it is used in those uh, reasoning, because there is no a difference between a before and an after. It doesn't uh, transform the the rig the gotra doesn't is not different at the time of sentient beings and then we change and become something else at Buddhahood. It is uh, it is just one taste. It's like in this um, third reasoning. Even though we may ta- attach labels, scores, and results, so it is not really authentic uh, 
co um, cause and authentic fruition the way we understand it usually in the law of uh, causality uh, before and after because there's no difference between before and after and it's just the one taste of the single es essence of the unchanging Dhammadhatu so this is um, those are the three reasonings here uh, that um, are used in order to to show that uh, um that sentient beings have this um, heart essence of Buddhahood in themselves, this uh, Buddha Garba. And so, this, um, um, so the, the, this uh, heart essence of the Buddha m means that they are actually, doesn't mean that they just have the, like the capacity to become Buddhas, but it means they already have in themselves uh, uh, the Buddha. They are primordially enlightened. That's what it means that they have the heart essence of the Buddha. And so, this is, um, um, so it says, these three points draw from the authentic approach of reasoning which rests on the power of facts established that all sentient beings have the Tathagata Gaba. So, the, uh, what is used in order to, uh, to establish that sentient beings have the Buddha nature, uh, it is reasoning which rests on the power of facts. The power of facts means that it rests on um, on the way things are, on reality, on what is there. When looking at what is there, then, you know, based on this, can we, you know, understand through these uh, reasonings that actually sentient beings uh, have the Buddha nature. It is very much based on the way things are. And so that's what um, means the reasonings which rest on the power of facts, according to, basically according to reality. And so... And so, therefore, it is um, an authentic approach, authentic, you know, reasoning. If you really rest on, you know, and apply reasoning, reflect uh, in accordance, not with um, things that you've imagined, but according to really what is there, then uh, there would be an authentic um, reasoning and an authentic way of um, establishing the point that um, is being made. And here, again, the point is, which is being made is that all sentient beings have the Buddha nature. All sentient beings ha have this Tathagata Garbha, this Buddha Garbha, this heart essence of the Buddha. And again, heart, that they have the heart essence of the Buddha, that they have the Buddha nature, doesn't mean simply that they have the potential to become <coughs> Buddhas, that they have the capacity to become Buddha, but it means that they're already, uh, the Buddha is already present within sentient beings. Sentient beings are already fully uh, enlightened. Titar tigin ki bihimbo semjen tamche la yopala dube rikpan deesong yare. Tat tigin ki bihimbo semjen nambe sanji chittawate kochog yare. Dedi na ngandu churjuge. Tene tanda ha rikpi yonten topchu minjikba la soba samjim michabage danyitan. Nongvi yonten Tinitanda, ten zombo sumjutani, peje zombo jechu. De jindo, kinkam jikobada, jaye kangu kobi cha tam je. Tant novi yen ten serenda, zuku yen terendere. Tat ten devi yen ten tam je. Mansoma mepper. Tene semjinji nekum nayo, ninja tub de gare. Tat ninja tub yajogi cha tela. Any devarishi be nimbo cigar, that devarishi be nimbo cigar, Samjin the neck of now, coach hogare, Sanjin the neck of now, coach hogare. 
Chat in the Yana, this Andrew Simbi Richens and Abundana. 
Tegende tomba nyige dateba tamje gane lupapo yo michime kengunje dawo. Ta tetsu tamje sanju sembiriche yinson arwa. Tetsu tamje o jinjur di risetur yu gane ya yagyare. Tese de nekab jonda tona rilayon somya. Risom ge njuksa ge tekwalayon somya. Tekwasumbo ranang tabi ndevulayon somya no gare. Tan tartuk on the tona, relayon yewa yomare, semjen tamchek jula rangin neri, devarki bimbo teki chap de du, tat chikwara de gare. Tekwa layon yewa yomare, tat under rangin neri, devarki bimbo tem one de churjigi, then lamji tekwa senanda, tat tekwa chambo gichate de gare. Then it teki tabin devut and the young sanji combo chikwara de gare. ですね、たっと手が小さい。たっと手が小さい。手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が手が
or the Tathagata Garbha. So, uh, so this is uh, um, the Tathagata Garbha. So it is <coughs> present in um, in sentient beings, and we can when we talk about sentient beings, then we can understand that they have this Tathagata Garbha full of all those qualities. At Buddhahood also, they have the Tathagata Garbha, the same uh, Tathagata Garbha. And so, the Tathagata Garbha is the, uh, uh, the, the um, correspond to this aspect of ultimate nature of all phenomena. It is the nature of all phenomena. This is what we call the uh, Tathagata Garbha. And this uh, Tathagata Garbha so is uh, present in all uh, sentient beings. And this has been so uh, shown by the, uh, those uh, three reasonings. That uh, the first that is uh, d uh, based on the principle of uh, dependency, and that, um, but basically that is that uh, the kaya of the Buddhas is uh, radiant. That's the uh, correspond to the first line in the quotation, and that uh, at this time then we talk about uh, the kaya of the Buddha or dharmakaya, and so dharmakaya refer to this aspect of the uh, complete uh, uh, perfection of all the uh, qualities. That the um, so this aspect of complete, uh, completely perfect qualities. This is what we call dharmakaya, and in the second, uh, the second line, so suchness uh, is indivisible. Then uh, we look more from the uh, from the aspect of the um, of the essence of the uh, of the very um, uh, of the very essence of the of the gotra of this garba itself, and and realizing that. It is uh, unchanging. It doesn't change in, a, in anything else. There's no difference between before and after. And so this is using the, the reasoning of or the principle of nature. Yeah, this is establishing the presence of the uh, Buddha nature in sentient beings by means of the principle of nature. And so, and the third uh, reasoning is that uh, sentient beings possess have the. Uh, um, the potential of the gotra that um, based on so on this third reasoning then we establish that um, sentient beings will attain the ultimate uh, result that is once they've uh, removed the um, adventitious uh, obscuration in the way of uh, um, it is like uh, the result of an elimination and <clears throat> so when considering that um, that, that particular aspect that um, there is a time where it is covered by where the nature is covered by uh, adventitious obscurations and then there is a time where it is uncovered so from this perspective we are talking about cause and results result of elimination so this is uh, from this um, when looking more from this perspective that we are talking we are using the term uh, gotra <coughs> so basically um the um, three names here have been um, used, and uh, in order to refer to this uh, to this nature, first uh, <coughs> in the first reasoning it is talked, uh, it is called dharmakaya. In uh, the second, it is called suchness. In the third, it is called uh, gotra or nature or potential. And but basically, the dharmakaya refers to the aspect of the uh, spontaneously present. Uh, Perfect, uh, perfectly complete uh, qualities, all the uh, perfect qualities. 
so talking from the aspect of the uh, perfect, uh, perfect qualities, and we talk about dharmakayas, from the perspective of this, uh, um, that it is unchanging, this aspect of being unchanging, that we talk about suchness, we call it a suchness. And from the perspective of result of elimination, that we talk about gotra, or rik, or uh, potential. So, um, those are the, uh, um, based on, so these uh, three, uh, three reasons here, then we establish that actually uh, all sentient beings are in nature Buddhas, uh, Buddha indeed. And so the, uh, um, here it talks, uh, we talk also about the, uh, um, the ultimate uh, liberation, uh, which you know, corresponds to the fruition. We talk also about the Tathagatagarbha or the Tathagata. Um, so that is um, also Tathagata refers to the Buddha. So we're to talk uh, to refer to the Buddha, and we talk also about the uh, the nature of all uh, phenomena, the ultimate nature of all phenomena. So here we have three terms in this in this sentence. You know, when it says this reasoning which establishes the presence of the Tathagata. So we saw how these three reasoning establish the presence of the Tathagata Garbha in all sentient beings, and they show that ultimate liberation, that Tathagata, that ultimate nature of all phenomena, are not different. So basically, all those three are the same. They are just different names that are used in the uh, in the different context, but they are not in the slightest uh, different. All three: ultimate liberation, tathagata, or uh, ultimate nature of all phenomena. All three are uh, the same in uh, essence. They are indivisible. And um, Moreover, if you understand that they both come about due to the Tathagatagarbha itself, then you are following the single ultimate vehicle. So, to clarify this a, a little, so the, uh, the ultimate liberation comes about because of the Tathagatagarbha that we need to understand. That is that this ultimate liberation comes because of this uh, Tathagatagarbha nature at the time of the ground. Because there is the Tathagatagarbha uh, nature at the time of the ground, and there is also a Buddhahood. So it is because of the, uh, um, the Tathagatagarbha that there is also a uh, Buddhahood. And so, but understanding, uh, even though we, we talk in this way, we need to understand that the Tathagatagarbha and the um, ultimate um, Liberation, the ultimate fruition, as are indivisible, and if we understand that, then we understand, we realize uh, what the uh, ultimate um, single uh, vehicle is. Because you know, when we talk about vehicle yanas, then uh, we talk about three yanas, five yanas, nine yanas, uh, but ultimately, actually, they all come down to one uh, vehicle, to one yana, and this is not, uh, you know, something that is. Um, Actually, present you would find in all the uh, uh, tenet system of um, Majamika or Chitamatra, <coughs> Varibhashika, Satantika. They don't, they do not at all talk about it. But it is um, very much the uh, the tradition of uh, of Nagarjuna and his and his followers. So that is um, the expression in Tibetan is Ludup um, Yapse. So the uh, um, 
Yap means father, so that is Nagarjuna, and Se is the, the son, Ayadeva, or the sons, like also the other followers such as Chandakirti, Shantideva, and so on. So, means basically this is uh, this understanding of the uh, the unique ultimate vehicle is not something that is found everywhere, but is found in the tradition of uh, of Nagarjuna, and um, as explained also by his um, his followers. <coughs> And to explain this no- notion a little bit further, then um, we need to understand that you know there is um, uh, this one single vehicle comes down to the Tathagata uh, um, It is because of the Tathagata If we understand that there is the Tathagata this indivisible, unchanging Tathagata we'll understand that there is this one single ultimate vehicle, and. Because in terms of, um, you know, when we look at um, generally at vehicles, then uh, there are different results that are attained, you know, and so different on the basis of different ve- vehicles. And, for example, we talk about the, um, the Shravakas, the Pratika Buddhas, the Bodhisattvas, three different types of, of results that are come about based on three different kinds of uh, path and based on, uh, therefore, three different kinds of Gotra, or uh, uh, nature. So there's the the sh- the Shravaka uh, Gotra nature, the Pratika Buddha Gotra or nature potential, or the Bodhisattva Gotra nature potential. So those uh, in the sutras they do teach there uh, are uh, three different uh, Gotras, three different natures, and so some people may have the like the Shravaka nature, Shravaka Gotra, some the Pratika Buddha uh, potential or Gotra, or some Bodhisattva Gotra. But, um, so there is a, a difference in terms of uh, gotra as well. So there is a difference in terms of result that is attained, there is a difference in terms of path, and then there is a difference in terms of the gotra, or nature, or potential that uh, the different individuals uh, have. And so, in, therefore, there are also different vehicles, different yanas uh, as a result. So that is uh, on a more, kind of a, at a more immediate kind of level if we, uh, when we look. And we see that there are, uh, so at that more immediate kind of level, there are different gotras, there are different uh, yanas, there are different results. But at the level of the uh, um, naturally abiding uh, nature or gotra, the inherently abiding gotra, then uh, there is no difference. This inherently abiding gotra pervades all, is present in the same way in Shravakas, in Pratika Buddhas, in Bodhisattvas. There's not the slightest difference. The um, So... But more immediate uh, kind of level, then we see that there are three three yanas, three gotras, three types of result. But on a more ultimate level, there is not the slightest difference. It is the uh, naturally, uh, inherently abiding gotra, and so it um, um, this um, you know uh, this di- different nature. This um, um, how you know it says uh, some people have more naturally the uh, um, want to reach liberation for themselves, for example. So that corresponds to this uh, kind of a more shavaka nature. Some uh, we say you know uh, they are the son of uh, uh, of the victorious ones. They are the uh, the sons, uh, the heirs of the Buddhas, you know. And so, so those people who uh, have naturally uh, 
faith, trust in the in the Bodhisattvas, in um, in the teachings of the Bodhisattvayanas, are said to have the Bodhisattva nature. Those who, when first hearing about emptiness, have uh, start you know crying, weeping, and uh, their hairs uh, stand on, and uh, so those are uh, people who do have the uh, Bodhisattva nature, uh, this Bodhisattva gotra, and um, so those. So we see that on a more kind of immediate level, there are different uh, dispositions, there are different uh, gotras or different natures uh, in sentient beings. And basically, uh, in the sutra teachings, then they talk about uh, three uh, different uh, nature or dispositions. There are the uh, the, uh, the the gotra of the shavakas, gotra of Pratika Buddhas, and gotra of uh, bodhisattvas. In the same way, the three yanas that leads to the three different uh, fruition. That is that you know people have certain disposition on the basis of which they follow a particular path to enrich to a particular result, but ultimately there's just one uh, nature this uh, the, uh, inherently abiding uh, gotra there is no difference this is uh, the um, the Tathagata uh, Garbha, which is present in all uh, sentient beings. So, since there is not the single and uh, not a single difference, it is present in all sentient beings. Um, th- there is also um, one uh, path, one way to bring that uh, forth, to uh, to actualize that, and so that is the Mahayana. So, the, this is the single. Uh, unique vehicle that can bring about this inherently abiding uh, nature or gotra uh, in sentient beings to full uh, complete um, to be completely manifest that is Buddhahood and so there is also one ultimate result there is one ultimate result of Buddhahood that is brought about that one uh, the single vehicle because there is one ultimately one single uh, gotra or nature disposition in sentient beings and so that's uh, what is meant here, that we, uh, it is based on the, um, if we understand this, if we understand the, the presence of the <coughs> Tathagatagarbha uh, itself in sentient beings, we will be able to understand the single ultimate uh, vehicle, that is uh, the Mahayana, the ultimate vehicle. Yendu, <laughs> でしにんぼ。うん、でしにんぼしば、先人時間な Tartu Tichi Dubi Rikwatai Banjuro Songare Tadanda Dan Tartu Tekwachi Dubi Gita Ripi Nan Torte and Sentient Tamji Gila Devershi Binimbo Gichaba Tat Della Tugi Yosongare that Dishi Nimbo de Semjinji Kamna Tanim K Malena said that Ji Semjinji Nekona. Then is Sanji Nimbo Senanda, Sanji Chute, Tani, Yoberke Melena Segare, Semjinji Kamna Mebatan Segare. 
<笑>ね、三時時ってな、よいじゃじょんだぼ。た、めばたんせなんだ。人のめばたんせなんだ。よいじゃじょんだじこな、ちょうげさね。ぺな、でひ人ぼ、せじで三時じゅんてんわ。
Madre vita vigone, no mato bacendi yere mato bagge, ngai dula mele mano a inge amare. Yu yanaya, nobur di dibeta vigone, no mini bacendi yano gare. Tatangin chebanashi, sacha da gelu, tatetoki cheton tatishendi, nagi dula sanji diente, tatamutan yeba kelling amare. On a dit la main de ton nom, il y a des gens qui ont été en train de se faire. Ils 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 ont été en train de se faire. Chuku yon den tamje on sarche, Zuku yon den tamje on sarche yandogare. Ta di lula, Sanji di chuku don zuku tamje tan dimanche di rangin, metabi rangin kelendogare. Tija tiji gjumdi tiniba kelendogare. Tisha di ta, Tanda nima ge shetsur don ta. なんばくんでもんちんばらじちゃんどくんどはなんばくんでもんちんばちんじちゃんどくやれにみたたんだあ新人天日んどどん天地地ごんばんでおんびねかんなよさんじじゆんてんよんすどばいじねかんなにんじ
Then it just same thing in there come now, you and think it's a time to do to do change it, then a public area. That then they may embark it, do you neck on a sanji, do you intend to maintain, do you neck on a you intend to start the job of manani? That take what you meet, dangy name, talk to what you say on the tight jungle channel area. Jab the show city, take what chamber get turn, nippy turn, talk to the show on the tight jungle channel do say yare. だってこっちも見えてんたるとしようんで、でしにんぶてんしゅうぐらい。だってしにんぶてんねれ、言うてんたんじゅうしゅんどうしんばしゅうぐらい。ぬましゅうらんじゅうしんばしゅうでぐら
be sure 100%, but it seems to make more sense to say that the Sugata, there's a, people who think that, you know, Sugata Agarabha is not present in the elements of sentient beings, is not present in sentient beings, but is present at Buddhahood, seems to make uh, more sense. Um, thinking that, um, so the qualities do not exist when it is a cause, but appear in you at the time of the result, follow approaches that turn away from the meaning of the Mahayana, such people take this reasoning, with, uh, these reasonings which establish the uh, single ultimate vehicle and turn it into a bunch of scattered ideas which don't establish anything. Um, um, so the... Um, so what... Um, um, so again, the uh, we, we were talking about the... Um, this one um, single ultimate vehicle, and what um, allows us to uh, to establish that to uh, talk about this is uh, the Tathagata uh, Gaba. It's because of the Tathagata Gaba uh, that uh, pervades uh, everything, uh, every sentient beings, that we can uh, talk, we can um, establish the uh, uh, this one single uh, ultimate vehicle, and <coughs> so the. Uh, um, the Tathagata Gaba uh, is uh, present so in uh, sentient, uh, sentient beings, and without uh, and it is uh, unchanging. It is not that uh, you know, as it was says, the Tathagata Gaba suchness is uh, unchanging. However, uh, people may feel, uh, without understanding, you know, fully these teachings feel that actually the Sugatagaba itself or the Tathagatagaba is not present in sentient beings and that it is so uh, present, Kanbashi um, says, I guess, at the, at the Buddhahood. So this is the, this kind of understanding that says that the, uh, the Sugatagaba, which is endowed with all the qualities of the Buddhas, uh, is uh, not present in sentient beings. Sentient beings don't have all those qualities, but then uh, the Buddhas, when reaching Buddhahood, then uh, they arise. So what they have is that they have the capacity to bring them forth, but they don't really have those uh, those qualities. So um, when saying so that the uh, the sentient beings have uh, the gotra, a um, uh, number of uh, of people are basic uh, uh, understand that the Buddha. Um, the qualities, they don't have any of the qualities of the Buddha. A sentient being doesn't have any of the qualities of the Buddha. Even though it has the gotra, so this capacity to reach enlightenment, doesn't have any of the quality of the Buddha. And all those qualities just arise anew at Buddhahood. When we reach Buddhahood, then, you know, they come about. And so that is, this This is the understanding of most of the uh, uh, schools in the uh, in Tibet, actually. Like the, the, uh, the Gelukpas, for example, Sagyapas. Uh, the Junongpas then they uh, consider that in the uh, the nature in their nature sentient beings have uh, spontaneously present all those qualities, but then they they make it into something that is truly inherently existent, and so there is this uh, this aspects that comes into the uh, the mix there into their understanding, and so but the Sagyapas and the Gelukpa. Uh, they say uh, very clearly that you know uh, sentient beings don't have this uh, don't have the the gotra with all the qualities and um, uh, or rather 
They're not saying that sentient beings don't have the gotra. They say that sentient beings have so the <coughs> gotra, this this rik, but um, that they don't have with that all the spontaneously present <coughs> qualities of a Buddha. They have the gotra. They have this uh, this nature, but they don't have all the spontaneously present qualities of the Buddha. And it is at Buddhahood only that they come about, based on when we follow the path, the path acts as a cause, and then at Buddhahood they will all fully manifest. And so, this is uh, how they, uh, um, they understand this, but that they are, uh, this uh, gotra of the, of the Mahayana, this is their understanding, and not and that it is just a, a potential capacity to reach enlightenment, but it is not a gotra that is already fully endowed with all the spontaneously present qualities of uh, enlightenment. And that they will just uh, come about in the future at some point when reaching Buddhahood. They all will manifest. This is how they understand uh, spontaneously present. That at Buddha, when we reach Buddhahood, they all uh, manifest at that point spontaneously. And so this is the understanding of spontaneously present, which is uh, slightly different. It is. It doesn't mean that it is spontaneously present within all sentient beings, and <clears throat> doesn't mean that they have all the the qualities um, of uh, um, of appearances, such as the thirty-two major marks and eighty minor signs. They don't have the uh, all the qualities of the the Dharmakaya. Is the uh, uh, such as the um, uh, the ten strength and the four fearlessnesses and so on, so that they don't they don't accept. They just have the capacity to reach enlightenment, and at enlightenment, all those qualities will uh, become manifest. In the Nigma, uh, on the other hand, then we consider that all the uh, qualities, all the enlightened qualities of the Buddha, are already completely perfect and present in uh, sentient beings. They all already have that in uh, the nature, that uh, all the qualities are present, and it is just that they are uh, adventitious obscurations that prevent us from, um, or that prevent those qualities to manifest fully. It is just because of the adventitious obscuration. So, that they are not, uh, that they are not manifest. And it is not that they are not there present. It is not that, you know, uh, we don't see them because they are not there. It is that we are not seeing them because they are obscured. It's something that prevents them from being manifest. For example, Hirambashi says, in my case, a case, you know, then uh, I have in my uh, continuum all those uh, Buddha qualities, all those enlightened qualities are present, but they don't appear to me because of the uh, adventitious obscurations, not because they are not there, just because of adventitious obscurations, then they are obscured. I can't see them. And so, so as we said earlier, for the Sakyapas and the Gelukpas, then they consider that uh, this um, Sugatagaba in uh, <coughs> the uh, <coughs> continuum of, of beings uh, is not there present with all the enlightened qualities. They have the goal the capacity to reach enlightenment, but they don't have all the uh, enlightened qualities. And... Um, but then you may object to them and th say, yeah, but look at the Uttara Tantra Shastra. It just says everywhere. It just says, you know, from beginning to hand that, you know, all sentient beings do have all those qualities. So, uh, but they, what they explain is that what it means actually is that all sentient beings have the capacity 
to reveal those to 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 kind of uh, to bring forth those qualities they have the capacity at buddhahood to have all those qualities but it doesn't mean that they have them right now it just means that they can have at some point all those qualities so this is um this is how they understand the uh, uh, uh the yulama and so not in the way that you know they already have the sentient beings already have uh, within themselves all the qualities of fruition all the qualities of uh, the Rupakayas, as well as all the qualities of the Dhammakaya, are uh, uh, present within themselves. They consider that all those Rupakaya qualities and Dhammakaya qualities arise anew, are produced at Buddhahood. So this is uh, very much, you know, in the way that in this causal way that we discussed, the ordinary way that is of a, a cause producing a result. And so the uh, uh, all the Buddha qualities at enlightenment are uh, produced by uh, some causes, are produced anew at Buddhahood. But this is not at all the way uh, it is understood in the, um, in the Enigma tradition. And that, uh, that is that um, in, um, in, um, in the Enigma tradition, the understanding is um, keeping with the uh, ultimate um, definitive meaning taught in the, um, in the sutras and the uh, shastras commenting upon it. Uh, uh, upon it. That is the definitive meaning, saying that um, the all the Buddha's qualities are already spontaneously present in sentient beings, even though this is not clearly stated in those uh, uh, sutras and shastras. Yet this is very much the uh, ultimate understanding. What those uh, uh, the definitive meaning that needs to be understood from uh, from those uh, teachings, and that the. Uh, um, this um, it is the way the sutras and the shastra uh, present it is just saying that actually sentient beings have um, the nature ready fully in the sense that they have the because they have the dhammata so showing that they have the dhammata therefore um, that the dhammata is spontaneously present and even though there is so uh, dualistic uh, apprehensions of phenomena. Uh, in the for sentient beings, the way they apprehend things is by means of dualistic uh, apprehension. Yet they have, as their very nature, uh, the dhammata. So this is which is a spontaneous. They are spontaneously present as their nature. So this is the way they teach um, the sutras and shastras. So it's not they do not present that so clearly, and but it is uh, presented very clearly. Uh, the same point in the Dzogchen teachings, and so that's why. Um, allows us to come to uh, understand that more clearly. That is that um, all uh, sentient beings have uh, the, all the qualities of the Dharmakaya already uh, present in themselves, as well as all the uh, uh, qualities of appearance related to the uh, to the Dharmakaya, and uh, like um, the. Uh, um, uh, um, um, so it, uh, yes, so it is presented extremely clearly in those uh, Dzogchen teachings, and in the uh, in the Dzogchen, so uh, sentient beings have uh, uh, within themselves. It is taught they have four um, palaces, shaliyakang, four palaces within themselves, and the first palace is the uh, uh, the uh, um, jewel palace of the heart. And so um, the jewel palace uh, in uh, the heart, 
So, has um, the Tintaki Ranging in the latter, Moni could more on the two gissums, they are Taiginagi, his summary. More the good others, good other so in the uh, so in the um, the jewel palace of the of the heart um instantian being so there are uh, those you know three qualities of Rikpa, the empty uh, essence, the cognizant nature, and the uh, unimpeded uh, compassion. So uh, the essence is present as, uh, as a kaya in the, uh, in the, um, in the heart. Uh, the nature is present as, uh, as light. And basically, this uh, corresponds to the five wisdoms. And so it is present in the form of uh, five uh, types of rays of light. And the uh, the compassion is uh, present in the form of uh, a clear clarity of uh, of rigpa sadhik so this is um in the uh, so that is the the palace at the heart so um uh, and then there is the uh, the palace of the um uh in the um in the skull so uh Tomong, the term could mean you know the brain, but it's not really in the brain. It's more like rather in the in the head, in the so the palace of the head, you could say. Uh, and in the uh, palace of the and um, the head, then the uh, the nature abides the uh, basically in the form of uh, rays of light, and it is so the, which is the um, those rays of light are um, enlightened by nature. They are the you know um, Buddha. Um, not different from the Buddha, and then there is the uh, uh, the palace of the nadis, you know the channels, the nadis. So, um, you know, then there's those uh, so those uh, luminous uh, nadis that are um, in the body. The moment that we have a body, then there's also uh, in that you know comes with that the uh, those um, luminous nadis. And this is where the uh, the tiglis uh, rest. This is in in those nadis. And so when we practice, you know, the turgal, then uh, the tiglis uh, arise and manifest. And there's just uh, basically wisdom, primordial wisdom, manifesting in this way, uh, in the form of uh, the tiglis in uh, those uh, those nadis. And then <clears throat> there is the, uh, the the jewel palace of the of the eyes. So in the jewel palace of the eyes, then there are the um, called the the four um, the four lamps, and uh, but mainly among the four lamps, it is the uh, uh, the uh, the lamp of the uh, uh, spontaneously arisen uh, wisdom. And so this is um, and this corresponds to the uh, the qualities, the Buddhas, uh, the Buddha qualities, those uh, those uh, four lamps and all those different aspects that are, are described. 
in those four palaces correspond to the um, uh, to the Buddha qualities. And so uh, the Dzogchen uh, the teachings we can see present that very clearly, show very clearly how those uh, Buddha qualities are already present in uh, in sentient beings. And but this is not. Um, you know, presented with that level of detail in the uh, Uttara Tantra Shastra, and where it is just, um, it is said that uh, sentient beings have those Buddha qualities by saying, just uh, simply by saying that they have the Dhammata within themselves, uh, the Dhammata is uh, abiding. So just by saying this, uh, it is um, uh, it is taught in the, in the Uttara Tantra Shastra, but not as clearly as in the Dzogchen teaching as we just saw, where it really um, present that uh, clearly and in details. Um, uh, so, the um, in the uh, in the Dzogchen, uh teachings, um, they present the same thing. They are teaching the same thing, which is so not presented as clearly in the Uttara Tantra Shastra. Yet, you know, in terms of what is to be taught, like the uh, this definitive meaning, the ultimate meaning, that the ultimate intent and the teachings. Uh, in those teachings of the Uttara Tantra Shastra and the Dzogchen teachings are the same, and so that is that uh, all the uh, uh, that the both teachings uh, establish clearly that all the Buddha qualities are already spontaneously present within sentient beings that they already have all those Buddha qualities, and <coughs> that the uh, the Tathagatagarbha or the Sugatagarbha is uh, present in sentient beings at the time of the cause, and it is present in uh, um, at the fruition as a Buddha. And there's not the slightest difference between the Tathagatagarbha in sentient beings and the Tathagatagarbha in the result. And the, therefore, the Gyulama also then uh, shows that, shows how all the, uh, the qualities are already present in sentient beings spontaneously. And that to say... Um, uh, to say something different would be um, uh, turning away from the meaning of the Mahayana. This is what he says, you know, when you say that uh, 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 that the uh, the qualities do not exist when it is a cause, but that they appear in you at the time of the result. Uh, that for an approach that turn away from the meaning of the Mahayana. And uh, people who do this take this reasoning, which establishes the single ultimate vehicle, and turn it into a bunch of scattered ideas. That is, that uh, so turning uh, away from the meaning of the Mahayana, that means that turning away from uh, the uh, ultimate um, definitive uh, meaning that is uh, that is taught in the uh, in the um, in the Mahayana. Uh, that is. Uh, they do not get this. They do not understand that the Sugatagarbha is uncompounded. You know, if you say that the qualities are not there and then they arise at some point and they are produced at some point, then, you know, it is saying that the, those qualities are compounded. And so you're not understanding that this, uh, the Sugatagarbha is actually uh, uncompounded. And so <clears throat> saying that uh, sentient beings don't have the qualities but that they arise anew and so on. This is uh, very much turning one uh, turning away from the uh, from the meaning of the of the Mahayana teachings that is this uh, ultimate single uh, vehicle and not really understanding uh, those teachings what they try to um, what it's attributing what what their teachings and how uh, how they are um, helping us to reach um, enlightenment.
because you know if we look in Tibet, you know uh, the ultimate uh, uh, system, you know that is uh, that is followed is the Madhyamika system. There's nobody who says that the Chittamatra is the ultimate uh, system, the ultimate understanding. But um, you know, so, but if you know, you say, okay, well, the ultimate understanding, the ultimate uh, you know system is the Madhyamika. But on the other hand, you're not uh, understanding what, uh, not following what uh, Nagarjuna and his followers have taught. That is, is this uh, this point of the one single ultimate vehicle. Then you know, you're just uh, uh, meddling with with things, and you're not really uh, understanding the uh, the teachings, and. Because this is something that Nagarjuna and his followers have taught very clearly, this one single ultimate vehicle. But you can't get it clearly. So, the page. So, and so here it says that it, it just turned into a bunch of scattered ideas to everything, you know, it just all gets scattered, you know, when you, when you just scatter everything. It's the same also there when you, uh, when you, uh, w- with this, uh, you won't be able to, if you don't, you know, consider the, uh, the Sugatagaba, then, uh, and don't, uh, um, uh, accept, so those, uh, don't understand those teachings on the Sugatagaba, then you won't be able to really, uh, understand th- this path and you will just have some, uh, random ideas about it. ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
ダサンジメチャバセガレ。サンジメチャスでソシチョグサムのトントグマレソンレ。ソシチョグサムのトンメトゲンゲ、サムゲネイインベセガレ。ティンディダサンジチチャンコルナムラナイソンナイソンギイ
ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、ただ、
in Devata Tantra Shastra, in the uh, Nagarjuna's praise of the Dharmadhatu, um, is uh, so presented clearly, shown clearly how it is um, in the uh, present instant in beings. That, um, and so we need to uh, come to understand if we are um, interested, want to really follow this supreme vehicle, to uh, come to understand the the meaning uh, clearly of the um, of the Sugatagaba. And <clears throat> so, which is which is again, it is taught in the final uh, turning of the will of the Dharma. And so, this uh, Sugatagaba is uh, so present in the uh, in all, which is present in all sentient beings is very much what um, enables us to establish this um, ultimate uh, vehicle. It is on the basis of the presence of the Sugatagaba that uh, we can. Um, assess, understand this uh, ultimate vehicle. And so it is important to really uh, apply ourselves, to really uh, come to, to think about it. You know, what is, what is, what is meant in those teachings, like in the, in the Uttara Tantra Shastra, in the praise of the Dharma, the and so in all those teachings, what is me- meant by uh, Tathagatagaba, to really study this, think about it, and says really apply um, our intelligence to this point, to really try to think in the best uh, possible way, to really uh, see and uh, come to understand what it is meant, what is meant by the uh, by the Tathagatagaba, and that is a presentation such as this that so presents the uh, the element which is uh, primordially endowed with qualities as being present at the level of sentient beings is an extremely profound subject and in fact an inconceivable one so that is uh these teachings uh that presents uh, that uh you know shows how all the qualities of the buddha are already present at the time of the ground in sentient beings is um an extremely uh profound teachings and there is uh um uh, it is presented uh, very clearly in the final turning of the will of the Dhamma. Yet, however, uh, the, the, in the final uh, turning of the will of the Dhamma, um, it is uh, even though so it, it, it mentions it very clearly. It doesn't. Uh, uh, what it says is that it is spontaneously present in sentient beings. But it doesn't uh, explain how it is present in sentient beings, the way it is present. You know, you just say, well, it is spontaneous present. And this is uh, only in the Dzogchen teachings that we'll find, you know, explain how actually the, uh, the Tathagatagaba is present within sentient beings. And it is uh, simply saying that uh, they are uh, primordially endowed with the uh, enlightened qualities. But um, it doesn't go into the details and showing how they are endowed uh, already with all those um, enlightened qualities. And it is a subject, it says that it is inconceivable. Inconceivable means that, you know, for uh, the, um, um, it is um, most impossible to, um, to understand with the, uh, our uh, ordinary uh, intelligence, you know, uh, ordinary intel- individuals cannot really grasp this uh, subject. And so that's why, you know, it is said to be uh, inconceivable. And, even though so the Buddha did uh, teach about it, um, but uh, yeah, at the same time we can't really think about it with our own, you know, ordinary mind. 
Um, he says, therefore, even though the Buddha told his disciple to have trust in these undeceiving teachings, he also warned them that it is difficult to understand by oneself. That is, uh, he gave the Buddha uh, gave those uh, those teachings, and those teachings are uh, say so uh, undeceiving. The Buddha, you know, gave those teachings. Say, you know, they are really um, they are correct. They are authentic. Yet, either at the same time. It would be extremely difficult for you with uh, the, an ordinary mind to really um, understand this uh, fully. So um, it is uh, important that, uh, so that you trust those, those teachings, knowing that also it is really difficult with uh, ordinary uh, intelligence to understand them. So, <clears throat> because with your, um, it is, as it says, it is difficult to understand by oneself. It is an extremely profound uh, teaching. And therefore, uh, also, so since this teaching uh, speaks of the profound ultimate, small-minded intellectuals have perpetually argued against it, criticizing it at length and bringing up all the problems they can possibly find based on the conventional approach, that, uh, such as the consequence that the Buddhas and sentient beings would fundamentally have the same mind. So that is... Small-minded intellectual that is, you know, people kind of study a little bit but don't really think in a in the right way, uh, not very intelligently. And <clears throat> so, when hearing about those teachings, those extremely profound teachings on the Sugatagaba, then uh, they find all sorts of problems. For example, one is that uh, Buddhas and sentient beings uh, would uh, fundamentally have the same mind. Means that a Buddha and sentient beings. Uh, you know, would be uh, the same. It would be, you know, you would have something that is at the same time a Buddha and at the same time a sentient <coughs> beings, which is, uh, um, which is, uh, uh, which doesn't work. And so they talk about all sorts of problems. They bring up all sorts of problems like that, based on the very ordinary way of uh, thinking about it. You know, with our uh, very ordinary thinking, then they apply that to the Buddha nature, and they fail to really understand it fully and instead bring up all sorts of uh, problem. So, but it is it needs to be clear that it's not the slightest problem uh, that, uh, you know, all those problems that they bring up actually do not apply to the Buddha nature. It is just that they fail to understand one aspect and then coming from that bring up all those uh, problems. If we look at this, uh, this example of <coughs> saying that the uh, Buddhas and sentient beings would be uh, the same, then... <coughs> It says uh, the Saladini Mochana Sutra, for example, says compounded realms and ultimate reality are characterized by neither being the same nor being different. Whoever considers them as either the same or different does not understand the way they are. And so, accordingly, the Dharmata nature, Chuni of the mind, um, which is the fundamental element, and the mind that possesses it, the uh, the ordinary mind, Chuchen do not need to, po uh, to be posited as either the same or different. Even though the way things are never goes beyond the Dharmata nature, this does not contradict the fact that in the way they appear, there can still be delusion. So, <clears throat> you know, saying that Buddha and, uh, and sentient beings are the same, so it does not um, apply here. It's not a fault uh, of those teachings, because we need to understand that <clears throat> the, uh, the way... Uh, the uh, this nature is present within sentient beings is um, as the dharmata nature, there uh, the chuni, 
the the dharmata nature, the very nature of uh, the phenomena, and which appear manifest in the form of the ordinary mind, the chuchin. So the the ordinary mind which has this nature, and so we can't say that they are uh, one and the same, because uh, on the one hand you have uh, the mind, the uh, the chuchin, the phenomena which is endowed with this nature, which has this nature, and uh, which is uh, the dharmata. And but at the same time also, even though you can't say they are one and the same, you cannot say that they are different as well, since it is. Uh, the dhammata nature is the very nature of the of the mind, and so you don't have the problem that was raised that of saying that the um, they are um, Buddhas and sentient beings are the same, because it's not one and the same. They are not one in essence. They are not one and the same, and so um, therefore there's not this problem. And at the same time, um, so we can't say that uh, the uh, um, the Dhammata nature, the Chunyi, and uh, the phenomena like the ordinary mind, the Chuchin, are uh, one and the same, but we cannot also say that the Dhammata nature, Chunyi, and the phenomena, the mind, the Chuchin, are uh, different things as well. So, um, so be- because <coughs> this is explained here, um, even though the way things are, the Netsun, never goes beyond the dharmata nature, so the, the, the way things are, the very nature of things, is the dharmata nature, has always been the dharmata nature, yet this does not contradict the fact that in the way they appear, there uh, can still be uh, delusion. Then, um, um, that is that, so the, uh, the dharmata nature um, is never so one, nor uh, different, from the phenomena, the churching, like the mind. And that is that because at the level of the, of the very nature, at the ver- level of the very nature, then it is uh, the, the dhammata nature or phenomena are uh, the chuni, the dhammata nature. That is at the level of the way they are, at the level of the, of the nitsul of things, uh, the way, uh, at the level of the way they are, they are dhammata nature, they are the chuni. And so they can't say it to be different, um, and uh, um, all the phenomena that manifest, however much you know, however many phenomena manifest in the in the mind, the uh, as the ordinary mind, then never wavers from the uh, uh, the dhammata nature. So the way they are is the dhammata nature. However, in the way they appear, they are uh, different. Then in the way they appear, they can still be delusion. It can appear, it can manifest as Buddhas, or it can manifest as uh, deluded uh, beings. And so, the nature is always ever uh, enlightened. And whereas the way uh, things uh, appear cannot be called a Buddha or enlightened. The way, like for example, the way things appear, that is the phenomena, that is the ordinary mind. We can't say that the ordinary mind is uh, enlightened, because ordinary mind is under the influence of uh, delusion. So there is still the, uh, the possibility of delusion. And <clears throat> because if this were not the case, there would be a number of problems. For example, there would be no such thing as liberation. No one could ever be deluded and so on. So if the way... Um, <clears throat> if the way um, things are was not the Buddha, but were with delusion then we're deluded, then there wouldn't be any liberation possible. 
Because this is the very nature of thing. The very nature of thing is to be deluded, therefore no liberation is possible. So the very nature of things has to be uh, enlightened, primordially enlightened. And if, uh, on the other one, the way things appear, where the Buddha, things were appearing as the Buddha constantly, well, there wouldn't be any possibility for delusion. No one would ever be deluded. So, therefore, um, it is, um, so that, that's why, you know, we, uh, the nature is primordially enlightened, but we can't say that the appearances are uh, enlightened are the Buddha, because there's the possibility of delusion. And so, <coughs> in this way, we see that uh, we, uh, the fault that, that was um, ascribed, uh, saying that uh, people, so we, we don't really think, uh, think the problem uh, through, really uh, don't reflect well about this, uh, the subject of the Sugata Gaba, come with uh, consequences such as Buddhas and sentient beings would be uh, basically the same. You know, sentient beings would be Buddhas, Buddhas would be sentient beings. And that doesn't uh, apply here because of uh, the reason just explained, that the uh, um, comp compounded phenomena and ultimate reality are, uh, uh, cannot be uh, said to be the same nor to be different. Sunday, <laughs> 